town of Badger in Newfoundland and Labrador has a long and proud history of flooding, dating back to 1916. But the funny thing about history is it's all out the window as soon as something bigger happens to erase the past. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And everything was just that, history. When the February 15th, 2003 storm kicked in the saloon doors and cleared the dance floor. This day in weather history. This storm event was the most severe in terms of depth of and inundation of water that led to immense damages to the town. And the reason for the flooding came in a slightly different mechanism with respect to the rate of rise of the water levels. This was more like the occurrences of the January 27th episode of this podcast, the one I called the 1938 Honeymoon Bridge Collapse. Because just like then, in this, a massive ice blockage caused three rivers to burst their banks, sending floodwaters racing through the streets of Badger. Ice buildup was the guilty culprit in this one. Over half the town of Badger was underwater. The large chunks of ice came in and smashed through windows and doors of some buildings. As a result, a state of emergency was immediately declared and the entire town was evacuated. The rapidly rising water from the ice-jammed rivers forced about 1,200 people to flee their homes. Then the storm really set in. High winds, blowing snow, freezing temperatures, they all set in and literally entombed this town in ice. Aerial footage that was used to survey the town's damage showed that much of the community was swamped by frigid floodwaters backed up and flooding the exploits, Red Indian and Badger Rivers. And as these three rivers overflowed their banks, people woke up the next morning in homes that were now flooded and their cars submerged and frozen to the ground. And then, the next day after that, it was declared that the town's water supply was contaminated because the sewer system had failed. This was now in a downward spiral that had no signs of easing. On top of that, and remembering that it is freezing cold out, the power had to be cut off to many flooded homes, meaning that now there was no heat. Therefore, all the water inside had nowhere to go but to just sit there and left to freeze solid. And that is exactly what it did. Don't forget that today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short. You can watch this two-minute version of today's story on television, on the Weather Network in Canada, or online anywhere you are at, at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio and include photos and video from when this storm hit, when everything froze, and when the relief efforts poured in. So after you listen to the rest of this podcast, be sure to check out the podcast video short. Now, this is where the Red Cross came in to help. You'll remember I honored the Red Cross on this podcast in a special episode back on December 10th. And if you missed that, I invite you to go back and check that one out. On February 15th of 2003, the Red Cross was immediately called into action to provide for the needs of over 1,000 displaced people, many who escaped with only the clothing on their backs in the ice cold of winter. Of those seeking aid, most fled to one of two temporary shelters in nearby Grand Falls, Windsor. The Red Cross was able to ensure that essential relief services were provided to all affected families. But it wasn't easy. It took a team effort of many working in collaboration with each other. We had the Department of Human Resources and Employment, 
along with the Salvation Army, both assisting the Red Cross, who had registered the evacuees and provided much-needed food, clothing, and personal care items. People in the shelters, along with evacuees staying elsewhere, were provided cash vouchers to purchase the items they may need at local stores. But their job, the Red Cross, was still not done. They also responded to hundreds of inquiries from family and friends across Canada wanting information about their loved ones from Badger. Because that's what the Red Cross does. And that's how our story ends for this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February the 16th and we are covering another record-breaking snowfall. This time it's the home of the Senators. Not those Senators. I mean, it could be, but uh, you see... Oh, anyway, I'm talking about Ottawa. <laughs> this city gets belted with snow a lot, so for a record breaker to occur, it means that this one was probably really bad. So I tell you what, not only will you be able to hear all the details here on this podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, but there will also be an accompanying podcast video short to go along with it. Check that out on television in Canada on the Weather Network or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. With me, your host, Chris May.